Welcome to the Taking a Breath Podcast with Parker Mays. Welcome back, everybody, to the Taking a Breath Podcast. On today's episode, I'm interviewing a good friend of mine, Devon Waterman. He's a current sophomore at NC State University studying business admin with a concentration in human resources. He's involved with the Student Conduct Board and is an ambassador for the Career Development Center and is also a former member of the Impact Leadership Village, which is how we met. Devon and I uh, have gotten to know each other really well over the past year. We lived in the same suite uh, as a part of the Impact Leadership Village. Over the next couple of weeks, there are going to be a couple of people that I'm going to bring on that were first years in the village that I feel like I learned a lot from and that can bring value to the conversation. So Devon, welcome to the podcast. and I'd love for you to tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, Parker, uh, thank you for having me. Uh, so, yeah, like you said, uh, I am a sophomore at North Carolina State University. I've also been able to work around the campus a lot with our community center. So whether that's the Women's Center, GLBT Center, or the MSA. That's awesome. I'm excited to have you on, and I'm excited to uh, just be able to have a great conversation today and learn a lot from you. Um, the, the big thing that we're going to be talking about today is talking about um, building relationships and getting the most out of these relationships that you're having. Something that I saw Devon do very quickly when he joined um, joined NC State in the community is that he got very involved and he got very plugged in um, and not in just any way, but he got plugged in in ways that supported the things that he wanted to be all about. And so that career development center, things that he valued with the Women's Center, and, and just working on really building himself into this person that he wanted to be. And I saw that that drive and something I really am excited to talk about today. So Devon, tell us a little bit about your first year of college. Do you feel like you got the most out of this first year? Yes, I'd say I got probably 110% out of it. Uh, working with the village, coming in early and just being able to uh, work with the Impact Leadership Village and meet Dr. Patton, who I know you've had on earlier, uh, which was awesome, and just experience not only that first step of what we call the relational leadership model, uh, but then also work with uh, 70 plus other amazing leaders. I feel like through that, I was able to just kind of take control of what I wanted to do and and say, okay, this is this is the organization that is going to benefit me the most, and it's also what I'm interested in. Uh, so I'm willing to go out to this meeting, and I know somebody from the Impact Leadership Village might come with me because you're just those type of people. Absolutely. And so talking a little bit more about those programs that you were involved in, I'm curious, do you feel like there was a, a program or, you know, some type of program that you got plugged into that you really got, you know, you would say the most value out of? Yes. And this might get me in trouble. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I would say my favorite uh, program that I was involved in is serving as a career ambassador. Uh, definitely was probably the most beneficial thing for me. You learn so much uh, when you're first learning how to write resumes and cover letters for yourself. Uh, but then when you're teaching someone else and you're going out to organizations and uh, volunteering your time and really coaching people on how do you design these documents so we can get that job or internship that we're uh, going out for. Uh, so that was probably one of my favorite things uh, to get involved with. And I was just able to meet so many new faces and new people. And so those are just uh, 
some of the opportunities that I've had through the uh, career ambassador program. And so definitely that's probably my favorite. Yeah, I remember the there was one week um, where through the uh, leadership village, I had gotten the chance to partner uh, with the Career Development Center, which Devon was an ambassador for and still is. And we were I was meeting with the director of the Career Development Center, and we were talking about this event that we wanted to put on with the leadership village um, and the Career Development Center. And I got to the end of my day and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that went so well. You know, we're going to have this event. It's going to go great. And I'm telling the guys in the suite about it. And I'm like, yeah, I got to sit down with the director of the Career Development Center and all this type of stuff. And Devon walks in the room. He's like, oh, Director Bullock. Yeah, I was just at her house last week and had a picnic with all the, the crew. And I'm like, golly, like this guy is just so well connected that, you know, here I am a sophomore and I'm getting to meet. And he's like this first semester freshman who's already been at her house for a picnic with the, the development ambassadors, you know. What were you looking for when you were trying to get plugged in? What would you say is a good first step for someone to get involved in something that they can get value out of? Uh, A great first step, and I kind of hinted to it earlier, is trying to find someone, if you're a little bit timid or you're not sure uh, where, if you're going to go to a meeting or an interest meeting, definitely finding someone to say, okay, I'll go with you. Uh, but in the case you cannot, because sometimes you can't, I'm going to say embrace the awkward. Uh, that is mm. my biggest point I can make, especially for uh, if you're a first semester freshman or a last semester senior. Uh, you're going to want to just be willing to encounter those new uh, new situations, to meet those new faces and take it head on. Uh, that's the best advice I can give. Uh, and to add on to that, I would say find what you're interested in. That is the most important uh, aspect to it is if you're not interested in it, you're not going to show up for that meeting. So definitely making sure that you're interested uh, in whatever you're involved in. Yeah, absolutely. So let's say that a student is at this point where they've gotten to this interest meeting, you know, maybe they came with a friend and they really like this this program, you know, they, they decide this looks like something that's for me. Um, you know, you've had some experience with that this year. What would you say is your key to making a strong connection with someone once you're inside this program? How do you network once you get into to a program like the Career Development Center or others that you're involved in? I would say that the best thing you can do is really showing up. You want to be able to say, okay, well, I'm here. Uh, I'm, I have, I'm present and I can make this happen. Uh, and then you want to say, okay, now that I'm present, let's see, are there any leadership positions available? And maybe you, you're not, uh, you don't have a technical position, right? But you want to be able to showcase to uh, the organization that I'm dedicated. I have a demonstrated interest uh, in being vet- invested here and participating. Uh, I like to take the uh, point of, especially if you're a student, uh, you did a lot of work into getting into whatever university you're at. Uh, so if you're in high school, you, you got the GPA, you got the extracurriculars, you had the recommendations. And so you're a very competitive and prospective student. You want to take that same uh, energy that you had in high school and transition that into higher education in college. Uh, and that is how you can really develop a, a reputation and a personal brand for leadership and success. And in turn, I think that's how you uh, 
develop your network. Absolutely. And something that we, we talk about a lot is that accountability mm-hmm. side of things. So a lot of times, you know, like what you're saying with creating, um, if it's a LinkedIn account, if it's, you know, some social network that you're logging, uh, you know, that you're, you've been to these different meetings, um, all of that type of stuff is creating this system of accountability for you. <laughs> so that if you're you have people in that club, they're like, hey, I missed you this week, you know, uh, when are you coming back? And you have that reminder that, okay, yes, this is somewhere where I'm plugged in and I want to continue to grow in this area, in this club. And so accountability, you know, I always give the example of talking about um, small groups with, um, with church is like, if I've got some high school boys that I don't see, um, you know, for a couple of weeks, I talk to the dudes that are there. I'm like, yo, where, where are these guys at? I'm like, all right, well, here's what we can do is you guys reach out to them and let's get them reconnected because what people are looking for is that sense of value. They want to feel valued at whatever place that they're at. And so if they're involved in this club, they want to sense that value. They want to sense that accountability. And it all comes back to how are you going to really get the value out of it? And it's making those strong connections exactly like what you're talking about. And I love that too, Parker, because it's uh, in the sense of uh, social media, it's like, are you liking, commenting and sharing? Are you, you know, are you saying, oh, that was like very interesting. I'm taking an interest in what you're doing and your life. And I feel like once you do that, uh, and not only is it reciprocated, but you begin to develop that uh, relationship that goes beyond the professional sense and you become, I'd say, friends. Exactly. And people can sense when you're genuine, Mm -hmm. you know. So, for example, like on LinkedIn, you and I are very active on LinkedIn. You much more than I am. We'll (laughs) talk about that in a minute. But you you and I have both seen those people on LinkedIn that are going through and just clicking the connect button on Mm -hmm. all these random people who they've never met or they're just commenting on every single person's post. And if it's not genuine, then exactly like what you're talking talking about you're not creating the relationship with people you're just trying to create the appearance of relationship or you're trying to create the the uh, appearance of a network when in reality things like what you and I are doing where we're genuinely connecting with friends connecting with people we know and then growing that network naturally yep. that's the way that you're really going to create those genuine genuine relationships mm-hmm. So and uh, I, I'm I'm curious because we we kind of talked a little about a, a bit about LinkedIn. Should people get on it? Is a is it a platform that you see expanding over the next couple of years, or what's your take on that? LinkedIn is my number one. LinkedIn is the LinkedIn is the place to be at. Uh, I will definitely say the reason I got on LinkedIn is because I went to a, a networking dinner or something like that, and uh, I had talked to a business professional and she was like, so do you have a LinkedIn? I would love to connect with you. And then I had to say, no, I don't, (laughs) (laughs) but I can get one. And so I was like, oh my goodness, I was scrambling. I got home and I said, I'm going to create this LinkedIn account. And so that's what really got me onto it. And after I did that, I began to say, okay, this is pretty cool. Like there's some amazing content up here. And as I would meet business professionals uh, and just with students in general, I would have the opportunity to say, well, hey, can I connect with you on LinkedIn? Uh, and I feel like it's just a great platform to say, to check in on people to, you know, you can li- yeah. like same way with Instagram, you can like and comment. Uh, and, and that really is a way to showcase that you're 
continuously interested in developing a relationship. Uh, and I found yes. that uh, when I'm on LinkedIn, I actually get more connections and I get, uh, I get connected to other business professionals I haven't met from people that uh, have met me just because they're like, I think this person would be amazing uh, a mentor for you and an amazing uh, business professional for you to know for your future development. So I feel like in that sense, your personal brand speaks volumes, especially when you're not in the room and you're not in front of these uh, people that you're connected with on LinkedIn's face. Yeah. And uh, let me ask you this. I know there's a lot of opinions on both sides. Is LinkedIn just for business majors? No, that is that is not the truth. Uh, <laughs> LinkedIn is for everyone. I have uh, I have scientists on LinkedIn. I have journalists, uh, journalism majors on. There are so many different ways in which you can utilize uh, the resources, especially if you're a university student. Uh, LinkedIn is amazing resources for you to get certifications. Uh, of course, get connected with any type of professional. So whether you want to be a nurse, a mental health professional, or uh, a, you're a STEM major, there are so many different ways for you to find job opportunities or uh, find a, a hiring manager for an informational interview. Uh, so definitely LinkedIn is for everyone. You guys heard it here first. Waterman. <laughs> LinkedIn is for everyone. Um, good. Well, hey, I'm glad I'm glad you cleared that up. I'm glad to hear that from you guys. He is uh, an HR, uh, you know, uh, major. <laughs> and so I'm just saying he is a future hiring manager right here that I'm talking to. And he's saying you want a LinkedIn. So that's all I'm going to say on that. But hey, so so I want to go back a little bit and talk about mentors, because it's something you mentioned when you're talking about LinkedIn, people connecting you to mentors, something that you talk about a lot with the Career Development Center and also with the Leadership Village. Do you have people that you would consider to be mentors in your life? Uh, yes, uh, I have. Uh, so many mentors that it is absolutely ridiculous. And I consider a mentor someone uh, when you can call them up and say, hey, do you want to get coffee? And then they say yes, and you just completely pick their brain on what's going on in your life. Uh, that mm -hmm. is a, that, I think that is the purest definition of a mentor. It's someone that you can ask questions and you can grow personally from them. And they're also growing at the same way when you're asking those questions. They're, they're like, oh, I, I, I like hearing this about you. I love hearing uh, the stories that are going on in your life and your experiences. Uh, and they're able to provide some insight. And so I definitely think that it's important to have mentors. And yeah, I have plenty of them. I love that. And and I do like that you clarified that, that it's really just someone that you can call up and say, hey, I want to sit down and just grab coffee and talk. Because a lot of people, I think what holds a lot of people back is that they think this like this word mentor is this big, scary word where I have to formally ask someone, hey, can you be my mentor? And can we meet, you know, this this day every month or something like that. But really, it, it isn't that at all. And it's so simple as I can just say, I call them up, I've got a question. Hey, I want to talk to you real quick about a quick question that I've got. And that's it. And so this word mentor to a lot of people, it, it sounds scary or it sounds like this uh, scary relationship. But just like what you're saying, it's just a friend that you can bounce ideas off of, ask questions and get advice from and vice versa. Yeah, I, I have uh, mentors. I was talking to 
a, a former uh, high school teacher of mine, and I consider her to be a mentor. And then at the same time, I went out and emailed my uh, mentor at the business college at NC State, right? And so it's just, it's so versatile yeah. and it can be all the way from a teacher to mom's friend who uh, works at the hospital. Uh, and I think that's, that's exactly right. That's the importance there. Me just asking you questions about how I can have a stronger connection with people. This is this is a mentor relationship. Yeah. I'm just asking you questions and we're bouncing ideas back yeah. and forth. And so that's what I love about that. So let me ask you this to follow up. What do you look for in a mentor? Like you said, one mentor can rarely do it all. And so you need a mentor mm. that can uh, build skill and then you need a mentor that can uh, give career advice, answer that very specific question. And I, overall, I'd say it's just, you're looking for diversity in thought and experience. Uh, and that sense that you want someone, you're going to want people in your uh, circle who can really go to bat for you. And they're not only looking out for your best interests, but you at the same time can look out for their interests. Yeah. Definitely just, just recognizing that at its core, it's a relationship and you want it to be uh, something that can grow you personally and professionally. And that can take so many different forms. I love what you said at the beginning of that, that just one mentor isn't going to be able to cover every area of your life, <laughs> that looking for that, you know, specific advice <laughs> on different things is something that I think a lot of people don't think about. So I think that's really important to have specific people that you know you can go to you know asking those questions knowing discerning the difference between when you have a question that needs one person's advice versus another and so i think that's a really important distinction to make something that i'm i'm curious talking about this whole first year that you've had and learned so much from you know as i'm hearing about what's something that you've taken away from the past year that really you've learned that's kind of been this key thing that maybe it's opened up something and helped you to see the world or something about the world in a way that you never saw before uh definitely i'd say that you're going to thrive in uncomfortability uh, you mm -hmm. want to be willing to just enter into spaces where you're not very sure. Uh, you want to be safe, of course, <laughs> but you uh, you want to make sure that that when you enter into these environments that you're you don't know what to expect, and you that's where you grow. Uh, so, like I said earlier, uh, embrace the awkwardness. It's going to be the best thing uh, for you to grow, not only personally but professionally. Uh, and so, just being willing to enter into those spaces. And then uh, another thing is you want to show up and show out <laughs> when you go do yeah. things. Just, I mean, bring your full self uh, and, and let people know that you're in the room. However, that shows up within uh, your personality type, whether you're very loud or, you know, you're in the room and you're kind of, you know, everyone, you know, what's going on. Uh, so just make sure that you let people know that you're there and that you can take up space. And so be yourself. Uh, I definitely say uh, one of my favorite quotes is you can't be anyone else because everybody else is taken. And so mm. definitely just making sure that you're, you're being yourself and you're showing up. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that idea that you said of being, you know, constantly 
it sounds weird to say, but being constantly uncomfortable, what we mean is we want to use this feeling of I'm uncomfortable with where I am because I want to get to this next Mm -hmm. place. I have goals. I have these ideas of where I want to go. And so unless you constantly have that drive to get to this next place, then you're going to just sit in this feeling of being comfortable. And that's, that's where so many people our age and in our situation are, is they're stuck in this feeling of being comfortable with their situation. Mm -hmm. And it's holding them back from growing and being greater than what they currently are because they're just comfortable and they're good with where they're at. And that's why we're saying Mm -hmm. uncomfortable is the place you want to be. It's that growth mindset. That's right. Devon, I wanted to see if there was, you know, one thing from this conversation that's the real takeaway point for you. Like, tell us if there's one thing that we can get from this and from your first year, what would that be that you would share with us? Definitely take that first step. If you're questioning, if you have something on your mind and you've been thinking about it and you're like, well, I really don't know if I'm going to do it. Uh, We'll see. Uh, Definitely just say, I'm going to do it right now. Here's the action plan. I've got, I've got the steps. This is the goal and we're going for it. Uh, Just being, just saying, this is it. This is my time and I'm going to claim what is mine and go forth and do great things. Uh, Don't think about what others have said that may limit you. Just say, you know what? This is my time to, uh, you know, get that network. It's my time to apply for that job. And I promise uh, that it will all work out because it does. And, and that is just, that's the reality of it is always going to work out when you put that good faith effort in. Wow. What a note to wrap up on. Yeah. People love to think they love to plan they love to just get all the details worked out but they don't like to put it in action they don't like the doing side of it and that's something that i love nc state's motto is think and do the extraordinary and everyone's stuck on this first word think and i love just the people who really put it into action the people who do and that's the people that we're watching that's the people that we're learning from and so i really think that is a huge takeaway and great advice well hey man i really appreciate you being on today and just for having such a real authentic conversation really sharing uh some of those things that have made uh who you are today and just for being so involved and open to sharing those experiences because at the end of the day those stories are things that you know nobody else has had they're unique to you and so I just really appreciate your openness to being on today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Parker. Absolutely. And as always, check out uh, the Instagram at Taking a Breath Podcast. Follow us there for highlights every week. And we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to the Taking a Breath Podcast with Parker Mays.